0: what's up y'all and welcome back to another episode of the resilient body podcast i'm your host dr anika the not so typical chiropractor and today i want to share with you all five movements for your stiff upper back Today's episode is inspired because I've had a handful of recent clients who one of their complaints have been a stiff or tight upper back. So not only did I educate them and we went through an assessment and figure out why the upper back was even stiff, but I also started providing them movements within the resilience programs for them to start addressing it. So I wanted to share that information with you. So today we're going to talk about what muscles and a, just a couple of bones, so I'm going to bring up our shoulder blade, uh, that make up our upper back. Uh, we're going to talk about why your upper back is feeling stiff. And then I'm also going to give you, of course, those five movements so you can start addressing it and adding it into your everyday routine. All right. So let's get started. When I mention the muscles and bones that are involved, we're going to keep it super basic. And I'm only going to give like three and three. So we're going to break it down in ways of what are tight and then what are um, inhibited. So those are going to be the opposites. What are tight and what are inhibited or not functioning, not firing as we want it to. Okay. So starting off with what muscles are tight. We have our upper traps with our, our muscles that are at the top of our shoulder blades, where we start to feel that tension where we hold a lot of our stress. Those are our upper traps. So most of those are tight. Our pec muscles in the front are tight and between those two and also these other muscles that connect from the top of our head down into the corner of our shoulder blade called elevator scap so those are three main muscles that are tight and because of that we can cause forward rolled shoulders which we'll talk about a little bit later it can cause us to elevate our shoulders so when we get tense or we get stressed out we bring those shoulders up closer to our ears or it can also cause us to just be prone to more kinks in our neck I don't know how many people you know come up to me like man I think I slept wrong," which could Definitely be a possibility that kind of ramped that up, but nine times out of ten, they were having or already experiencing some type of tightness in that area, and the way that they slept just kind of flared it up. So, those are some muscles that can be tight your traps that are on your upper upper part of your shoulder blade, your levator scap, which is kind of right beside it, connecting to the top corner of your shoulder blade, and then the muscles are pecs that are in the front of our chest. So, those are the tight muscles. What muscles can be inhibited or not firing and working as they should? are if you grab the front of your neck, honestly around you know where we're swallowing at our tube, those are neck flexors. We have deep neck flexors and their primary focus is to hold our neck upright. so hold our neck erect and bring our ears back over our shoulders. So we have some neck flexors, some deep neck flexor muscles in there which are inhibited or not working as we want them to. And also in between our shoulder blades, called our rhomboids. Those are some muscles that aren't working as we should. So they're inhibited. Those are the muscles that if you want to right now, think about pinching something between your shoulder blades, those muscles that help you make that motion are not working as they should. They're inhibited and you actually had to think about it, you know, in order to fire those muscles. And then another muscle we're going to talk about a little bit later, our serratus anterior, which is that a muscle kind of right underneath our shoulder blade that is um, attached to our rib cage, which helps us raise our shoulder up and up and down because of our shoulder blade helping us glide with that serratus anterior. So if those muscles aren't working and they're inhibited, then us trying to sit up straight takes a lot of effort. Us trying to engage our upper back or bring our shoulder blades together takes a lot of effort. Us trying to bring back our neck, engage our neck, double chin it so that our ears are over our shoulder. takes a lot of effort. So today we're going to talk about a little bit more into depth about why those muscles could be causing some of your stiffness. And also at the end, I'm going to tell you how we can start addressing the tight muscles and also start addressing those inhibited muscles. So we already ran out a quick little anatomy lesson about the muscles, and I want to kind of implement that and combine it with our poor posture. Now, from all of us sitting hunched over, in those positions, whether we're looking down at our phone screen, whether we're looking down at our computer screen, which I hope we're gonna bring that up so it's at eye level, but. Our head is looking down. Our neck, our ears are far out in front of our shoulders. So we have this kind of forward head carriage. Our shoulders are rolled forward. So we're kind of in this hunched over position. And that's where we start to experience the tightness in our pecs because we're sitting like this for X amount of hours a day. That's where those rhomboids, those muscles that are in between our shoulder blades that help bring them together and in return also help us sit up straight. Are inhibited because they're not working as much because they're always lengthened. They're always stretched out. They're not working. And then our neck muscles in the front, because we're constantly looking down, those neck muscles, those deep neck muscles aren't having to do their job because we have them compressed. They can't fire. So Our upper back muscles, which are like those traps, those evader scaps, now their job is they're over here trying to tighten up to hold our head literally so we don't fall over. Our head weighs about 8 to 10 pounds on an average. And when you take that and you add on the fact that we're further and further in front of our shoulders, we tackle more weight. And the further we go, our head can weigh up to 30 pounds because we're so far forward and we have so much forward head carriage. So... Because of your forward posture, because of how you're sitting at that desk, maybe sitting out in public as you know on your phone, those are reasons why we get the, t- the tight pecs. While we get the inhibited uh, rhomboids, the muscles in the middle of our back. So we have to change our posture. And one way we can start by some of the moves I'm going to provide you so we can start in um, not inhibiting, but activating what is inhibited and we start stretching out or lengthening what is tight. And that's a great place to start as you start getting more comfortable with um, how your body should be in different positions and how less effort it will take for you to sit up erect. Okay. So, besides our poor posture, we got to move on to the fact that we're just not moving at all. Even if we were to sit in the quote unquote perfect posture at our desk, where we are sitting up straight, where our uh, where our arms, ears are over our shoulder because we have that double chin, even if we were to sit in that perfect posture for 8 hours, our body would still be stiff. And the reason is because our body is meant to move. So, even though t- I want you to take these tips and definitely implement them into your everyday life, but taking Consideration that you still have to implement movement because even if you sit in this perfect quote-unquote posture Your body still craves movement and it's still going to be stiff regardless So make sure that we're implementing things like the movement timers that I have my clients implement every hour In order to get them up and moving from their desk I know what times you get enthralled in what you're doing and we could go for three four five hours going in on what are we working on our computer? But that timer is to be that uh, could bring us back into you know consciousness to say hey, let me get up Let me go move around Let me move my body. Cause even if you were working in that perfect position for those five hours, your body is still going to want to move. So make sure that we're adding in movement because not being mobile and not moving your body throughout the day is something else that could be causing you to have upper back stiffness. All right. So adding in movement and changing up that posture and how you are sitting. I want to add one more thing into changing up that posture. When I mention posture, and I may do another episode about this, um, but when I mention posture, I don't want people to only think about the quote-unquote perfect posture. You know, where we're sitting at our desk, feet on the floor, hips at 90, knees at 90. You know, our back is erect, our shoulder blades are back and together, our ears are over our shoulders, our elbows are in line with our desk, our wrists are straight. That is a great position. But when I say have a better posture, I don't want you to only think about that. I also want you to think about the fact that you can sit or lay or be in different postures as you're working. Like you don't have to, and I'm. And this is honestly only particular to those who are mobile and can take perhaps their laptop with them and move but you don't have to sit at your desk for eight hours straight maybe you go lay on the floor you put a pillow underneath your, your um, hip bones and you're laying in kind of this cobra kind of stretch for a little bit maybe you're sitting in a deep squat at your coffee table you know what I'm saying little things like that and changing up your environment and where you're working and how you can change your environment to fit and kind of help you implement different movement is something that's going to help as well so I'm totally going to Run off of the rant and I probably will do another episode about, um, posture in your environment. But knowing that changing up your posture does not mean that you have to sit in this direct position for eight hours. It also means that you can move and go sit in other positions for X amount of hours throughout the day too, or for one hour or switch it up. That's all I'm trying to say, switch it up. So we'll talk about that later. But those are some reasons why your upper back can be stiff is because of the posture and how you're carrying your body throughout the day. Now, last but not least, let me give you those five movements, those five actionable steps that's going to help you start to address some of the stiffness that you're experiencing in your upper back, all right? So first things first, we're going to do some type of extension. When we extend nice and all the time, we're doing so much in our low back or maybe even our hips if we're compensating, but we have to think about the fact that our upper back can extend. If you've been following on Instagram Damn near every day when I post it, I'm moving my body. I go get my training session in. One of the biggest things I've been doing over a foam roller has been extension. Because for me personally, I've been working on my thoracic extension and my little bit of forward head carriage. I'm human too. So that's one of the movements I'm going to tag here. Something I do myself is I'm specifically working on keeping our low back in one place and specifically intentionally targeting our upper back, our thoracic spine to extend. All we're doing with that movement is literally going in the opposite direction of what nine times out of ten, we are sitting in this forward carried. Posture so the extension helps us go in the opposite direction so thoracic extension and I'm going to tag these at the bottom in the episode notes as always next up is thoracic or upper body rotation we got to add something in that it gets us to rotate from side to side and I'm not saying like a quick back and forth I'm saying that we have to be intentional so when the moves I'm going to tag is you're going to be on all fours you're going to bring your butt back to your heels and that's specifically because it causes our low back to be stable our lumbar to be stable and it causes us to only focus on our upper back. So I'm going to tag that thoracic rotation video in here specifically for y'all. Next up, chin retractions. We talked about earlier how those muscles in the front, those deep neck muscles are inhibited and they're not doing their job because of our forward head carriage. So these movements, this chin retraction is going to help you start to create double chin. And you'll see what I'm talking about when you see the video, but start to create a double chin so you can start implementing that throughout your normal day, everyday life, also throughout your workout. So chin retraction to help us start to turn on or activate those deep neck flexors deep neck muscles the serratus anterior push up. I feel like I've been giving that one out quite a bit over this past month with new clients. And it's because I have to educate people on how their shoulder blade plays a huge role in their low back, plays a huge role in their shoulder, and honestly, an even bigger role in their upper back. It sits on top of that rib cage and it glides with us and tilts with us whatever it needs to do to make sure that we can move our shoulders and make sure that we can extend All the things. So there's a serratus interior push-up video that I'm going to tag. And that is really just helping you get the feeling of what it feels like to move those shoulder blades, move those scapulas around the rib cage. That's going to help tremendously. And last but not least, we mentioned about how tight our pecs are. Now, there's totally different options on how you can stretch out your pecs. But this is one of my favorite ones and one in particular that I've been giving to a couple clients within this last month. And it's called the pec step out, a pec walkout. With this, we're adding in a wall and not only are we stretching out our pec, but this allows us to elongate our entire arm. So we're getting our pec a little bit into our shoulder and we're also turning our head away. So we get a little bit of the shoulder blade and upper trap in there too. So it just helps us with a good line across our body that helps to stretch our pec and down across like the sling of our body, our anatomy train, which is a totally different nerd thing that we're not going to get into. But once you do it, you'll honestly feel how amazing. And it feels and how you're not just hitting your PEC. which anything that we can get a two for or more for, I'm all for. So the PEC step out or PEC walk out is what I'm going to tag. I hope you found today's episode Valuable. I hope I didn't nerd out too much with the muscles, but only name a few ones, some basic ones just to for you to visualize and see what we're talking about and why everything that we're doing has a reason and why certain movements are meant to stretch things out and why certain movements are meant to activate things. Even if you're like, man, my upper back feels stiff. Maybe what I give you isn't going to involve you stretching your upper back, but you got to trust that there's always a reason, and maybe it's because we need to activate those muscles in between those shoulder blades. We need to activate those deep neck muscles so your upper back isn't stiff anymore. Stiffness does not always mean that we have to stretch it. Stiffness can also mean activation. So hope you found today's episode valuable. As always, my goal is to help you move better, feel better, and be resilient. I'll holler at you all the next episode.